Here is your weekly UFC show. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the weekly UFC show. Excuse me, guys. This time I'm right now recording out of my car. I'm on the highway right now. I hope you can understand me pretty well. And um, yeah, we're just a few days after UFC Fight Night Rio Rancho, Corey Anderson versus Jan Blachowicz. And um, what a night, guys. I mean, very controversial. We got two disqualifications. We got some knockouts. It was an interesting fight night out of Rio Rancho with a extremely high altitude in New Mexico. So also not, not easy conditions for the fighters to compete. So the fighters that are based in Albuquerque or in New Mexico, wherever, go into this fight with kind of an advantage. And um, yeah, it was interesting, guys. And uh, yeah, we got a little surprise in my opinion because most of the people did think Corey Anderson will beat Jan Blachowicz again um, in lightweight main event, um, light heavyweight main event, excuse me, as Corey Anderson defeated Jan Blachowicz a few years ago via unanimous decision. And, um, well, going into this fight, guys, in my opinion, Corey Anderson looked really, really good. His movement was excellent. He was doing very, very well. Um, and it looked like Jan Blachowicz was having, let's say, some troubles um, finding, f yeah, finding success with his punches. And so Corey Anderson looked really good in the beginning, in my opinion. But yeah, Jan Blachowicz is known for his power in his right arm, so. Almost out of nowhere, Jan Blachowicz lands a extreme huge right hand while Corey Anderson was advancing towards uh, Blachowicz and um, he hit him with this right hand so heavily and knocked him out immediately. Corey Anderson went down to the ground. He was immediately knocked out. Jan Blachowicz hit some follow-up punches, but they were not really necessary, guys. So Jan Blachowicz defeated Corey Anderson versus first-round KO and is now making his way even closer towards the title shot with John Jones, who was in attendance for this fight night in his home state of New Mexico. He trains out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and... Um, Blachowicz and John Jones exchanged some words after the win of Jan Blachowicz. He was pointing towards John Jones. He was asking him, do you give me my, my title shot right now? And um, yeah, they were exchanging words. And John Jones was using the crowd that was behind him. Um, it was amazing. So it looked like these two guys are up next. John Jones might defend his title next against Jan Blachowicz, a dangerous Polish power striker. But not all the words are said right now, guys, because 
there's still Dominic Reyes, who came out short of the title bout with John Jones, but in great style, guys. Um, and for me personally, I would love to see Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz going at each other before one of these two guys is fighting for the title because I do not see Jan Blachowicz beat Dominic Reyes. I do not see this. So in my opinion, Dominic Reyes is a way bigger challenge or was a way bigger challenge for John Jones than Jan Blachowicz would be. So that would be an interesting matchup. But well, the UFC might give John Jones a call soon. And um, yeah, I might think that Jan Blachowicz gets his title shot wherever this will be, if it will be in Poland or in New Mexico or in Vegas, where and whatever, I think that Jan Blachowicz will be next. And um, he definitely earned this shot, but in my opinion, Dominic Reyes is more dangerous and would beat Jan Blachowicz if they would match up uh, these two guys. So, But it was interesting to see. He has a great one-punch knockout power, the Polish guy. So, But John, John Jones has fought a lot of these guys that have knockout power, like Thiago Santos is still in the, still in the conversation for, the, for another title shot, as he might get healthy soon. So it'll be a very interesting conversation, what is next, and who's the next opponent for John Jones. But yeah. Obviously, this was not the only fight on the fight card. We had a co-main event, a very strange fight, guys, in my opinion. Diego Nightmare Sanchez, a veteran in the sport of... He is fighting for the UFC since 15 years. He was taking on Michel Pereira, who is known for his um, wild performances, coming out, jumping through the octagon, and um, he's doing crazy stuff. But instead of Michael Pereira coming out doing weird things into, in the octagon, we saw very randomly Diego Sanchez coming out and imitate, kind of imitating Michel Pereira doing the stuff that he is used to do. So very, very weird in my opinion. A very, very weird um, fighting style for Diego the Nightmare Sanchez. And um, I mean, what could I say? Michael Pereira was dominating the fight so clearly. He was winning round one, round two, and also round three. But out of a sudden, Michel Pereira did a huge mistake and um, landed an illegal knee to the head of Diego Sanchez and um, got disqualified for that because the referee asked Diego Sanchez if he wants to continue and um, well, if you ask me, Diego Sanchez was definitely able to continue, but he knew he would lose the fight if that fight continues. So he decided to not continue the fight and got the W. So he said he was not able to look out of his eyes anymore, um, which I'm not sure if it's true, but that's not in, yeah, that's not, that's nothing I have to discuss about. He didn't decide to continue fighting because he was clearly down. He would lose this fight. So he said he's unable to continue. And Diego 
Sanchez got the victory via disqualification. A weird fight, guys. Check it out. <laughs> it's super weird. Then we saw Montana de la Rosa versus Maria Romero Borea. Interesting fight between two grappling girls. Um, Borea is better on the uh, in a stand-up fight. He has better. Uh, she has better striking, which was obvious to see. But on the ground, de la Rosa was just better, and um, she was dominating the fight because she had a lot of a lot of control time and had her had Borea on her back for quite a long time. So. Another impressive performance and a unanimous decision win for Montana de la Rosa. Then we saw another interesting fight in the lightweight division, Brooke Weber versus Casula Vargas. And man, this was supposed to be a great, great fight. Um, and so it started. Vargas came out strong, came out super strong. But um, he kind of looked very, very angry during fighting. And... Um, for him, it happened the same as to Michael Pereira. He landed an illegal knee to the head of Brooke Weber, which kind of knocked him out for a few seconds. So Vargas um, got disqualified immediately, and Brooke Weber, in his UFC debut, got the W via disqualification. Obviously not the way he wanted to win in his debut, but he got the victory, and um, that's the most important thing in the end, right? So then maybe the best fight of the night, we saw a flyweight bout between Rogero Bonturin and Ray Borg. And the underdog guys, Ray Borg, dominated his fight between two great grapplers. And Ray Borg was just too much on the ground for his opponent. Great, great performance by Ray Borg, the New Mexico-based fighter, who is now back in the, in the conversation towards a title shot, maybe. And, um, wow, he was putting so much pressure on Rogerio Bonturin, was clearly dominating this fight, and um, won this one via unanimous decision after three rounds, guys. And as an opener of the night, we had a lightweight bout between Lando Veneta and Yancy Medeiros. Also an interesting matchup. Lando Veneta got the victory a unanimous decision after three rounds um, in also a very interesting fight. Well, there was the UFC fight night in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, guys, and we should shift our heads towards the next weekend. We are moving to New Zealand, to Auckland, New Zealand, where the UFC fight night, Felder versus Hooker, will take place at the upcoming weekend. Super interesting main event, in my opinion. Then the hangman hooker, ladies and gentlemen, will take on Paul the Irish Dragon Felder in a lightweight bout, which will be a super interesting fight. But then the hangman hooker has been amazing in his last performances. I cannot wait to see this fight. It's going to be so interesting. The co-main event will be a light heavyweight bout between Jim Crude and Michael. Um, Another interesting fighter in Michael Oleksiuk. So then we will see a women's strawweight bout. Karolina Kowalczyk and um, Jan Chianyan. Super interesting strawweight bout, guys. 
we will see a heavyweight bout between Ben Sassoli and Marcos Rogerio de Lima and the lightweight bout Brand Riddell, the hometown fighter from New Zealand, will take on Magomed Mustafiev, a very dangerous Russian fighter. So this card is stacked, guys. It's super interesting. I cannot wait for this one. And, um, well, I hope you switch in. And sorry, I forgot to mention the opener of this card. We will see a featherweight bout between Kevin Aguilar and Sabura Tukov. So do not miss out, guys. Do not miss out on this one. I'm pretty sure that this one is a very interesting fight card. It's not a UFC pay-per-view, but it's still an amazing fight card in New Zealand, in Auckland, and um, maybe a lot of Australian or New Zealandish fighters maybe in attendance, maybe Israel Adesanya, maybe Robert Whittaker. We will see. This is going to be interesting, guys. And I cannot wait to see this one and discuss the results with you next week. That was the episode of today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to, to listen and uh, talk to you next week again when we discuss the outcomes of UFC Fight Night in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, Paul Felder versus Dan Hooker. And we will also preview the UFC fight night in Norfolk, um, where Benavides will take on Figueredo in, a, um, in another interesting fight night in Norfolk, USA. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week and take care.